Did you know that the Lord our God has a heart as much as human beings do? And his heart wishes our hearts to be wise and to be inclined to knowledge. Does the devil on the other hand want us to be wise? Does he want our hearts to be ignorant? It's very obvious how beautiful and how merciful our Lord is to wish us to be wise and sanctified unto his soon coming. According to Proverbs chapter 23 verse 15, it says, My son, if thy heart be wise, my heart shall rejoice even thine. Verse 16, Yea, my rings shall rejoice when thy lips speak right things. Verse 19, Hear thou, my son, and be wise, and guide thine heart in thy way. Verse 12, Apply thy heart unto instructions and thy ears to the words of knowledge. Glory be unto God for wishing us not to be ignorant. At least it would earn us salvation. I thank God so much for protecting us during these treacherous times. I'm going to invite our brother Stephen Eduasari to take us through a Bible truth. God richly bless you for listening. Thank you very much, Mercy. But the greatest thanks is to God who has given us life. To our first-time listeners and to our faithful listeners, you are welcome once again to the Clion Call's World Stand. The Clion Call is here to tell the untold. In each of our episodes, there are three promises we make. And they still remain in this episode. The first one is that the Bible will be the foundation of every truth that we talk about. Secondly, each episode will challenge you to make a decision that will spice up your life for eternity. And this episode is not a deception. And lastly, our lives will never be the same again. Today we have an interesting oxymoronic topic to talk about. In the part of the world where I live, that's Ghana, it's very common. It's used quite often. And it is sweet mistake, part one. It's quite unthinkable how a mistake will be sweet. But in the next few minutes, I will need you to pay attention because this will be explained. But before we start, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you touch our hearts and our minds to think through as we listen to your word, to make a decision that will change our future for the betterment of ourselves. Thank you very much. In Jesus' name, Amen. Again, our topic is sweet mistake. And then we, our key text will be taken from Genesis chapter 4. You know, chapter 4 of Genesis talks about Adam and Eve 
giving birth to Cain and Abel. And then Cain was the oldest and a tiller of the ground. And Abel, the younger one, was a keeper of sheep. So we read from Genesis chapter 4, verse 4. And Abel, he also brought off the firstling of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. That's chapter 4 of Genesis, verse 4. But before that, let's read verse 3. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruits of the grounds of of an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstling of his flock and the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted? And if thou dost not well, sin lieth at the door, and unto thee shall be his desire and thou shalt rule over him. Amen. This is Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 to 7. And it's talking about Cain and Abel and their worship in sacrifice to God. Cain, being the tiller of the ground, brought of the fruits of the ground. And then Abel, who was the keeper of sheep, also brought the firstlings of his flock and the fat of them. So he used to keep sheep and then he brought the fattest among the sheep for an offering to God. And then the next verse is said that God accepted, he respected the offering of Abel, but to that of Cain, he didn't. It tells us something. There are two things we should keep in mind. It means there are two brothers who went to worship God in sacrifice, in offering. One was accepted. One was respected. But the other wasn't. It is only two things that comes to mind that I want you to know that in these verses you get to know that one is wrong and the other is right that is why one was accepted and the other wasn't if they were both right they would have been accepted but because one was wrong one wasn't respected That's why in the sixth verse, the Lord said unto Cain, that why art thou wrought, and why is thy countenance fallen? So in the seventh verse, the Lord said, if thou doest well, wait. If God says, if you do well, will you not be accepted? 
it means you've not done well. That was the case for Cain. It was a sacrifice. The word sacrifice didn't automatically excite God because he had conduct, because he had what he wanted. He had specific things he wanted for the sacrifice. That's why that of Abel was accepted. The only reason why that of Cain wasn't accepted is because it wasn't that God wanted. And so when God gave Noah the particular materials and the measurement for the construction of the ark, Noah did the same. And so it was accepted. It's the same scenario here. Abel did the right thing, but Cain did the wrong thing. And yet, Cain was angry in other ways. And you read the next verses, the Bible says that when Cain was with Abel alone, he rose against Abel and slew him, his own brother. And so when God asked him, where is your brother Abel? He also asked God, am I my brother's keeper? The only thing that made Cain answer that way is because he had sinned. Is because he had made a mistake. In my own definition, I define mistake to be missing the tick because there are two ways fused miss, tick. And so if you miss the tick, you've made a mistake. Cain made a mistake by not offering the right sacrifice. He continued that same mistake by killing his brother. So a mistake followed a mistake. The reason why a mistake will follow another mistake is because it was sweet. Although it shouldn't be sweet. But you see, before we look down on Cain, we should also know that we've been doing sin. Because in this generation, there is no one who doesn't make mistake. There is no one who is not sinning. The problem for the teenager is sin. The problem for the adult is sin. The problem for children is sin. Sin is a universal problem. But we need the Savior to overcome sin. It was the problem for Cain. He did it. God gave him the opportunity to correct it, but he followed with another sin. In the same vein, you and I are doing the same. 
it is a mistake. But let's not make it sweet. The only time we make this mistake sweet is by following it with another mistake. You know, in experience, if you don't get it, you learn from it. And so Cain is an example, but the best example is our lives, is ourselves, because we've been doing the same. But hey, we have the opportunity now. We have the opportunity to correct that mistake. now you see in the wilderness when the Israelites looked upon the lifted serpent they were saved from the bite of the snakes if we want to be saved from this mistake so that it wouldn't be sweet we should look unto Jesus because he's the one can change us. He's the one who can give us purity. He's the one who can help us take it again and take it right. He's the one who can help us not to miss the take because he has given us the opportunity. Beloved listening, we have no cause to miss the take. Because we know not when we have no opportunity to take it again. And so in the next few seconds, I need you to speak to God. To be a strength. To help you focus on Him. To overcome this mistake of our generation. So that it wouldn't be sweet to repeat. This problem and so knowing Christ to be the solution let's look up to him talk to God and I'll leave the rest for mercy yes indeed Heavenly Father we are greatly convicted because we have done contrary to your word we heavenly father have sinned against you we keep on repeating mistakes both the ones that we do not will to do and the ones that we find ourselves wanting for heavenly father we ask you to please exercise your power in us please work in us your will according to philippians chapter 2 verse 13 and help us to do your great pleasure help us dear lord to say according to philippians chapter 1 verse 21 that for me to live is christ and to die is gain as paul and timothy said dear lord yes indeed when we live according to your word and do your will to live is to be christ-like and to die is to gain salvation dear lord help us to overcome our sins help us to overlook and not succumb heavenly father to anything that draws us away 
from listening and paying heed to you. In that way, we will be wise throughout our lives. And you, when you come back, you will find us wise, sanctified, and not wanting. We thank you and we adore you, dear Lord, for yet another beautiful message given unto us. Help us to make the right decision at this right time as well. Glory, honor, and adoration be unto your supreme name. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.